0: Hey there everybody. Welcome back to the Wonderfully Weird Podcast. I'm KC Hunter, the author of the Chronicle series, part uh, part-time landscaper cook, full-time programmer, all kinds of good stuff that I do. But anyway, this is the podcast for this week. This is a special different edition of the podcast uh, where we're just going to be discussing some wonderfully weird things that are going on around on around the world and there are no shortage of I don't know if some of these are not wonderfully weird, but they're just weird stuff that's going on around. Um, let's get a little personal update, though, uh, for those of you who are coming to this from me as an author and the uh, writer of the Conic Hold series. I am still at work on book three in the Conicold Hold series. Um, the title I will be announcing mm, probably about two weeks. Uh, I've had the title for a while, but I've, you know, kick it around. I keep, I, I sit on it for a bit so I can kind of decide whether or not it fits, especially once I start writing the book and see if the the title for this one still fits. Um, uh, book three is a very different, uh, story so far, and it's a good change. And, and in fact, all three of the kind of cold novels so far have been decidedly different. The first one was kind of like a globe trotting adventure. The second one was, uh, kind of splitting people off into more, much more personal stories for them. Uh, this one is different in another way, which I'm not going to divulge right now, you know, until the books closer to coming out. But I've had a great time writing it. Uh, a great time writing a lot of the uh, twists and turns that some of you guys have seemed to love so far in the series. And uh, it opens up the series to a lot of new things. Um, we definitely have a new villain in this one, which we'll be getting into uh, a little bit more. I'm also going to be making uh, some one-shot videos over the next couple of months, and these are going to be really geared towards diving into the characters a little bit more and giving some more uh, uh, material for the people who are fans of the series to absorb and to take in. Uh, probably some uh, five-minute videos, maybe at the most, uh, kind of diving into things like Sarah from Asylum, like the Black Grimoires video that we already had before. Uh, We'll be talking about the relationship that Kana has with AJ and the relationship that AJ has with Piper. um, The relationship that Kana has with, you know, men in general and the the relationship she has with women, especially like Anastasia. So a lot of those character uh, stories we're going to dive a little bit deeper into in some of these one-shot videos. Um, go get a little bit more flavor of the kind of cult universe, uh, especially the paranormal underground, in there, and uh, just you know some extra added material for fans of the series. I'm very excited to uh, do these new projects, write these things. As much as you know, I'm excited doing this podcast and doing some of the videos and everything else. Uh, I do think it does add a little bit more flavor to the story. So that'll be coming up pretty soon. Uh, the Kana Cold audiobook is almost done for the the novella, The Case of the Shinigami. Um, the voice talent is almost done with the files, so we'll be reviewing them in the next week or so. And look for that coming out in August. So for those of you who like the audio format, like a podcast, but you, you're not really into reading in a, a paperback or a hardcover or ebook. And you like audiobooks, the uh, Conical series will be in audiobook format, starting with The Case of the Shinigami coming out soon. Uh, so there's a lot of stuff going on uh, there on the writing side. Now let's dive into some of the weird things going on this week, and there's there's a couple interesting stories. Uh, we're not going to get too far into politics uh, on this one, but there is a story about uh, politics here this week. Uh, so if you're offended by that, you know... I. I I'm, I may be inoffensive. I might be offensive because of my political beliefs, which is basically a centrist, a non non denominational or agnostic, whatever you want to call it. People who aren't left or right. Uh, you know, I've considered myself just like the rest, the forty percent of the normal people in the world who really don't identify. We may kind of lean one way or another, but we're not like knee deep into being totally Republican or totally Democrat. Um, but we'll get to that in a bit. The first really weird story I wanted to talk about this week is this whole fight at Disneyland. And I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. If you haven't, you can go on uh, YouTube and or Google and just search for Disneyland Fight. Uh, family Fight. And there's this family... And this is not a new thing. This has happened before. I'm sure we've all seen it. But this fight in particular kind of blew up and went viral on social media. I think for some reasons that are negative and some reasons uh, you know that are it's just a crazy outlandish event and it's a good for like five to ten minutes of apparently a a family where the one there's a one prominent male in the video he's like really big dude tall about probably about six three six four probably about 230 240 or whatever big big guy wearing a red shirt and he's Arguing with, I guess, his sister-in-law or his brother-in-law. And and they're having an issue. And it starts getting into this, this grown-ass man hitting women. Uh, hitting the brother-in-law. And then his girlfriend gets involved with it. Uh, their mother, who's coming in on a scooter, who clearly has some health issues. She cr- tries to get involved with it. The mother gets knocked down. The kids are screaming and crying because they're watching their parents do this stuff. And mind you, this is in the middle of... Like right in front of Toontown in Disneyland, <laughs> this whole thing's going on, and it's going on, and there's no security coming to stop this. Nothing getting broken up, and they're just swatting at each other. Guys punching women, l- women falling over, getting knocked out. All of these people, like a couple hundred people, stand just standing around watching this stuff in disbelief. The woman who's recording it is like, "Where's security?" Why isn't security here? Which I think everybody else is wondering, why isn't security doing anything? There was like one of the guys who sweeps up around the trash cans. He came in and really didn't do much. So this continues to go on. It then gets into a part where um, the the guy in a red shirt, the tall guy who's kind of the main focus of this whole thing, he finds out that his mother had been knocked down. And that it was because of his girlfriend. Now, mind you, the girlfriend had been fighting alongside of him against the other part of, side of the family during this whole time. As soon as he found that out, without even thinking about it, without even hearing her out, he just starts punching her in the face, dragging her across the ground by her hair, dragging her to the trash can. then that's when a lot of the other men, grown men that were around this intervened. And they started. They pulled this guy off. Some guy put him in a, a rear naked choke and uh, knocked him out for a couple seconds. And then he got he got up and was mad about that, of course. Uh, but this kept going on, and it's like. But this is apparently just normal. And the girlfriend, after he beat the crap out of her, she's just like, "Baby, I was. I didn't mean it. I, didn't, I was trying." She got no. She got knocked down and all, you know, all this other stuff. So, I mean, it's embarrassing. Now, there's some obvious things here. There's an obvious race component to it. Um... And some of the comments, not too many, and I'm glad to see that it's not as rampant on some of the more public forums. Of course, I'm sure somewhere in the dark web, there's some racist site where there's a bunch of racist people who are like, look at that, see, these? because the family was black. And, you know, as an African-American, we it does make me cringe every time something like this goes on, goes online and the guys running around talking about, I'm going to jail tonight, neighborhood, and blah, 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 and cursing and all this stuff and acting up. It's embarrassing. Um, it's embarrassing for us. Probably as much as it is embarrassing for every other race. You know, every race has people who are part of your race that just, you look at it and you're like, oh gosh. Everybody, this is like a stereotype that everybody's going to believe in. You know, and white people have it too with with racists. You know, that I guess the racists are the, uh, the dirty black sheep for most metropolitan white people or whatever. Uh, but you know it's 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 across the board I, again I'm kind of happy that it didn't get too far into race as far as the comments on this and most people I've seen so far have just acknowledged the fact that this is just a screwed up family um and it's not a race thing it's just that these people are just messed up so that it's just so weird though that this is happening at Disneyland and that it's still you know, we we have to have some places where kids can go and be happy. It's supposed to be a, where you go and just, for the kids to have a fantasy, you know, happy time. And these parents, and I use that term loosely, getting in a fist fight. A man getting in a fist fight, beating up his sister or sister-in-law, and then beating up his girlfriend. Them knocking down the poor uh, uh, health-riddled mother onto the ground. It's And the kid's crying. It's just, it's embarrassing, just for humans for people in general like funny enough and here's a really weird thing is that apparently the story afterwards is that the family did the, the whole family denies it happened <laughs> it's all video all over the internet and they're denying that it happened it's just uh people are people are strange <laughs> The other crazy thing, that weird thing that happened this past week is Area 51. There's this raid on Area 51. It's this big meme that's going around, and all these people are going to raid Area 51. Now, I do not think that I am alone in thinking that this is a really bad idea. <laughs> and the, you know, look, Area 51, you know, for a long time it was a myth. And people thought it was a myth. It turned out to be true, but. You know, whether or not it's aliens or whatnot going on there. You know, Joe Rogan had the, whole guy, the guy on his podcast a couple weeks ago, which may have spurned this on. Because uh, the guy's story is actually pretty incredible. He's been telling the same story since the 80s. And the, the weird thing about that guy's story is that... Things he said back in the 80s that, that people said were ridiculous and, no, they don't have hand scanners like that. Oh, this doesn't make any sense. That element doesn't exist. You're just making stuff up. And in the 30 years since, they did find this el- this element did come to be true, that he said was an element. It actually was an element. And that did happen. Uh, the hand scanners that he said that they used at the, at the base, that people said that didn't exist, they found the pictures that, yeah, the skaters did exist. So this guy apparently did work there, you know, and there is some sort of cover-up, but it, whether or not it's about aliens or it's just because he was working on experimental craft, whatever it is, who knows the truth behind it. Um, The guy's story is pretty credible. The people around the story, a little less credible. You know, some of the people who are trying to, you know, make Netflix movies and magazine articles and stuff and profiting off of it, and they're like, digging in and doing all this other stuff and, and tying it with a bunch of other things. But I think that's what spurred a lot of it on. Uh, it's the power of Joe Rogan's podcasts, apparently, but the, the, uh, raid on area 51, they're going to storm area 51 and they can't kill us all. That's not a bright idea. guys. (laughs) This is, I mean, this, it is a legitimate government military installation that they have multiple signs up that says if you trespass you will be shot not a good idea so hopefully nobody's really going to try to do this i did see some people camping out there and they were just taking videos like they always do uh but i i just hope there isn't isn't this mass of people or even if there's just 15 idiots that try to run up to the fence at area 51 and hop the fence and try to run on there and You know, step on landmines or whatever they got out there, you know, in that desert surrounding the base. uh, That's just not a good idea. Not at all. Um, But people are weird, and that's the weird stuff that we do. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Now, alien conspiracy theories, they're funny for me, and I will never, well, I won't say never, but it'd be very hard for me to ever write a story about aliens because of all, we've all got like that one thing that kind of freaks us out of these myths and legends. Some people get freaked out by zombies. Some people are freaked out by vampires. Some people are freaked out by, you know, uh, skeletons or whatever. What freaks me out is aliens freak me out. Because aliens, they just look weird. They look creepy. And there's there's always that little kernel of truth to all of these crazy stories that people say. And that little kernel of truth makes me go, huh, what if they're right? You know, and that's, that's the thing. Like, more so than, you know... Than vampires or, you know, werewolves or Bigfoot or anything like that, because most of that stuff, you know, at this stage in humanity, if they existed, we would have found them by now. Everybody's got a camera. Half the planet is under surveillance. Um, We would have seen something at this point, you would think. Uh, but something that's out in space and, and I have the same thing with things that in the ocean too because we've only explored like what what 1% or 4% of the ocean or whatever we don't really know what's down there same thing with our, with space like space is is for as far as we know almost infinite it's constantly growing and expanding we don't really know there's there's got to be life out there somewhere now whether or not it's little gray men flying around in the saucers who come here to abduct cows and make little patterns in in crops (laughs) and and impregnate uh, people at trailer parks with alien human hybrid babies, that stuff I'm not so sure about. But I do think that, you know, just the law of averages alone would just tell you with the amount of planets and star systems and galaxies and blah, 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 and all the things that we don't understand and don't know even about matter and energy and dark matter and whatever, there's likely other living creatures out there, but what they are, how they operate, we don't know. So, well, I, I'm definitely uh, open-minded to that, but I'm not so sure that the great alien thing is, uh, is reality. But the kernel of truth that it might possibly be true, even that 1% possibility that it might be true, freaks me out a little bit. Um, the last weird thing, and this is where we're going to talk about politics, and I do apologize ahead of time. I try to stay away from it as much as possible. Uh, but the squad versus Donald Trump. Um, I'm not a big fan of either of those groups. I'm not a big fan of Donald Trump. Um, not a big fan of Alexandria Cortez, whatever, Ocasio, Cortez, AOC, not a fan of the, the one lady in the group who's like pretty anti-Semitic. I mean, it's not even, she's not even trying to hide it. Um, and Trump saying, telling them to go back to their original con- uh, countries when really only one of them is from another country. So then everybody jumped on that and said that uh, this is clear I have evidence that he's racist. I'm not going to convict or exonerate Donald Trump as far as whether or not he's a racist on his podcast. Uh, that's for you guys to think of on your own but they the comments he made about them going back to their original countries of origin when three of them are from the United States is just to me it's just again something stupid then he's at a rally and his uh, all the people at the rally started saying send her back when they were speaking about the one person of the the squad who actually was is from another country and as i said the squad themselves i mean AOC some some things she does that I I think are pretty cool, but a lot of stuff I've heard her say and seen her say, it, it just no. And a lot of the, the the ties with this other lady to you know Hamas and and Hezbollah and some of the things she said about uh, Israel and what should happen with it and some of the people she's been funded by and their backgrounds. I mean. There's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot, lot there that, you on a serious note, it makes me kind of worry about our government, the people running the, the country more so than I have before, because now you're getting the crazy ideologues on both sides. They are now have positions of power, whereas before, you know, 20 years ago, they existed. They didn't really have too much power. They weren't like prominent political figures they were on the fringes now they're basically in you know depending on your perspective they're in the white house they're in congress they're in the senate so and they're pretty prominent and they're pretty p- powerful people it does concern me a little bit uh but it is just but as, as, as a society you know that old saying of in a democracy you get the government you deserve and i mean the way we act I mean, we're, we're all uh, dumbfounded and aghast at things that Donald Trump says and what uh, Cortez says and what this person said and that person said. But I'm like, but do you see how we interact on social media? They are representatives of the population when you look at what the population is doing amongst ourselves. Our representatives are duly representative of what the population is. So I don't know if it's so much a problem with the people in government, I think it's just a problem with the culture right now, that we have a culture that is very cynical. And I think until the population gets its act together, our leaders who are representatives of us, they're not really leaders, they're just our representatives, uh, because none of them are leading anything. Our representatives are going to continue to be these kind of cartoon carnival characters. And I don't see any... any. uh Change in it too, especially with all this groupthink. I even listened to Joanna Penn. She was uh, on her podcast this week, and she was telling people that you know, if, you know, talking about how overwhelmed some people can feel, and say you should go join a group. And I'm like, I listened to that. And I was like, no, the last thing we need is more groupthink of people gathering together in these groups of I- ideological groups that are basically there because they want to destroy another group or stop another group from doing something. We don't need any more groups like that. We need more constructive groups that are trying to build new, positive, profitable things, not have more groups getting together for the sole purpose of being against another group of people. Um, And I I think until we get over this really weird human trait of tribalism, which, you know, for me, I've never been a joiner. I've always been like a lone wolf individual type. So it's never been like my thing to be a joiner. I never really got it understood that. I haven't done it. I didn't do it in elementary school, middle school, high school, college, uh, any job I've ever had. My family, I've never been a joiner. I've always kind of done my own thing because I have a lot of wide and varying interests. And some people find some of those interests contradictory. But I'm just like, hey, I'm a person in the world and the world's offering me all of these things. I like to participate in them and see them and experience them. I don't go, well, you know, I'm an artistic kid, so I can't like football. I did that, too, when I was younger. Like, I wasn't, I'm not supposed to like sports because I was a writer and wanted to be a writer and and into the arts and the theater and stuff. And it wasn't, we weren't supposed to like football until I actually started watching American football and fell in love with it. (laughs) But that was contradictory to my peers in the theater and the writing world. So, you know, and that's a whole another topic about uh, a real individualism. It's something that I discussed in the podcast uh, the Dom the Salon with um, uh, Donna Sudweeks uh, from a, one of the prior podcasts, and we were talking about you know actual individuals, people who are actually unique and individuals and 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 original people, and not you know dressing up and saying that they are, but just because they are. And it's not anything I really would wish on anybody else because at times it can be it has been in the past lonely. I'm pretty cool with it nowadays. But when I was in my 20s, it could be lonely sometimes to be, you know, to always feel like you're the, you know, you stick out in every group you're a part of. You're not quite 100 percent in lockstep with everybody in that group. Uh, But I I also suggested more people do it, though, because if you can get away from the group think and we all start thinking individually instead of as these collectives, maybe we can get to a better place. Maybe we can address more personal things and more individual needs, as opposed to just always lumping everybody in some, some checkbox group or something. I just, I just think that's always, that's a weird thing. And I think that's part of where we get these problems. we with Donald Trump, with the squad, with uh, a lot of the things on the left and the right and Antifa and the Tiki torch people and all this craziness. But anyway, Um, yeah, that's just my thoughts on that, on that political stuff. Uh, Next week, we're not going to do some political podcast in the future. Uh, We will be discussing some topics that will have things to do with uh, social issues, but um, I'm not going to get too political on here, but anyway, so that's this week's uh, very short edition of the wonderfully weird podcast. Just kind of, you know, some of the things that have been interesting to me this past week. Now, next week we will be starting a new series of interviews on here, which are with uh, brand new indie authors. Cause a lot of times we hear from, ex- you know, established indie authors and how they became a success and how much money they're making and blah, 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 blah. But I wanted to have a podcast and a series that talked with new indie authors or just new authors in general who are just starting out. They're not multimillionaires. They're just getting things. They've made mistakes. They, they are learning as they go. And I really wanted to do that as being somebody who's only on his third book himself. For those of us out there who, who haven't gotten to that point yet, and to, as an encouragement and as just sharing common stories amongst those of us who are just starting out in this new crazy world of digital media and how it relates to literature and being an author uh in the year 2019 and going into the next century the next decade in the 2020s so it's going to be a time of upheaval and you know we're on the the ground floor of this thing right now so that'll be coming up got a couple interviews with some new indie authors that i'm sure you guys will definitely enjoy And we'll also be talking to some other weird, um, have some other weird interviews going forward in the future. But until then, thank you guys for checking out the podcast this week. If you like it, definitely subscribe to us on iTunes, on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you are checking us out. Uh, definitely spread the word f- about it. We definitely enjoy uh, all the new listeners that have come up in the past couple of weeks onto the podcast and hopefully many more in the future. So, until next time, thank you guys for listening to The Wonderfully Weird. I'll see you guys next time for more weird discussions here on this podcast. Have a good day.